I guess we're ready to go. All right. Yep. All right. So, record button finally hit. It's been like we've delayed this for like so three long. three months. <laughs> so long. Uh, and not including the the four years that I've wanted to do a podcast anyway. The four hey, to five be- years. Better I've late anyway. than never. Exactly. Just hit record and see how it goes. <laughs> um, well, I guess seeing that this is the, the first episode, uh, introductions are in order. Yep, I yep. I am one of your lovely co-hosts, uh, um, Elijah Wilson, though most people call me Eli, and uh, I, I write things. So far, I have nothing to my name, <laughs> nothing notable, but the time will come. He's and when the time the comes, yes, and when the time comes, it, it'll all come, come together. And that's, that's all I got for right now. Yeah, and uh, I'm your other co-host, uh, Adam Mackhart. Uh, people call me Adam. Um, and uh, yeah, I... At least he's got a dream. Um, (laughs) But we're here, uh, and we're we're doing it. Yes. The first episode of Yelling in the Distance. The name that I've had for so, so long. And the reason why uh, it's Yelling in the Distance is because we're loud, and, and you can always hear us. Or at least yeah, me. For sure. For sure. Especially yeah. whenever we get into a heated discussion. Um, and both of us are very stubborn. And we'll kind of just stick to our guns and just see who is louder. Yes. Because when you're louder, you're correct. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just look at politics. That's how that works. Exactly. You just be louder. <laughs> who just needs facts? Louder. Facts are irrelevant. Exactly. In debate. <laughs> Get that out of here. Exactly. Uh, and it's even more appropriate since uh, we'll, we'll touch on it lightly, but uh, this is the day after the election officially ended in the U.S., and Joe Biden is the winner. Yeah, of 2020. Yes. And I will say, because uh, this is how we'll do it, the memes are mwah, delicious. Oh, exquisite they're so so amazing uh last election in 2016 we weren't really able to enjoy the memes for very long because they became real (laughs) it's kind of sad uh it was so it was so funny they were all extremely hilarious but then the results came in and they were then almost all the memes became 100 percent real and it wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, man. It's amazing how that works. So I guess let's uh, let's talk about like what we're going to be discussing on this podcast for everybody so everyone knows like what we what we're all about. Okay. Um so the way the way I've I've wanted to do it um the way I wanted to structure it is essentially we kind of go um, we kind of, um, take our turns talking about what we've done during the week. We kind of discuss stuff like that. And, uh, 
at the moment, I don't really have much. I don't have uh, a ton of news in terms of entertainment because I didn't have anything pulled up. Yeah. But I can look. I can go on the. Uh, I can go on the Twitters, on the Twitters and stuff like that, and kind of go through the week, and we can kind of talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Adam, I know you've had a list of things that you've that you've compiled. Yeah, so because of uh, my car getting in uh, a state of not being able to be worked, I uh, haven't been able to, you know, go to my job. Because it turns out hydroplaning is indeed real. Hydroplaning isn't a myth, as, uh, as others would uh, suggest. As um, some scientists I, have suggested. Now, I'm not ruling out the possibility that it could have just been a freak accident. Of uh, just random nature. You mean an uh, outlier? Yeah, it could just be an outlier. Um, so hydroplaning, hydroplaning could possibly not be real. But I am willing to look at the uh, at it as an as a possibility. Uh-huh. The theory can hold up a little bit. Uh huh. So uh, <laughs> so for the background of this story. Uh, well, a couple months ago, uh, before the pandemic started, uh, God, two more of than us. A couple months ago. Then. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was a while ago. But before the pandemic started, it was uh, it was you, me, and your cousin Tyler. We mm-hmm. were in the car. I don't even remember where we were going. I think we were going to um, because it was for a game, right? I think. I think it was before so. a yeah, game, yeah, and we I were think, getting I snacks. So. Yeah, I believe so. And you, you, we were going, and you were driving in your car. We were taking a turn, and your car wouldn't turn because you hydroplated, <laughs> and you hit like the curb. <laughs> yeah. And there was the, no one else on the road. The no, yeah. So except there was a pole that was like a foot away from the passenger side. <laughs> so I like, could have just died. We were also like almost on, on the fucking. Uh... Bridge. <laughs> yes. So I I mentioned that you know that pole was dangerously close, and if we were just a couple feet over, I would have died because you hydroplated, and you should probably get that checked out. And no shit, Adam turned to me and, and dead looked me dead in the eyes and said, "Hydroplating isn't real." Oh man. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty fake news. Not gonna lie. Uh huh. Uh huh. But I mean, how it goes? Like, first time is just an incident. Second time is a coincidence. Third time's a charm. So you need the third time to be convinced. Well, obviously, I don't. Adam, you might not survive the third time. I don't want to throw out the possibility of it not being true. That's you not might, how science you works. You could die the third time. Hey, you, sometimes you gotta what you gotta do for science. It's it's immeasurable. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> anyway, you you've got you've you've done some things. Yeah. So I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of um, DC movies recently. Mm-hmm. And getting caught up in the DC universe. Uh, mm-hmm. And let me just say, there's a lot of good shit. 
Um, now don't look at like the the Justice League or not Justice League, like the or whatever the ones that are like the mainstream movies. Those ones are bad. That are DC, the, uh, like the, the, the Suicide the, Squad, the, the, cin- remake, the cinematic whatever. universe. Yeah, the cinematic the live universe action. is so bad. Well, it's gotten better. It's more messy now than it is bad. Yeah, it's just, it's, like, if you, uh, but it's also got, like, it's, you know, the MCU to compete against. And it's, that's, that's also true. That, that That's, that's nothing. You can't really even, do it, in my even opinion. Without, even without the MCU, it's still, it's still a bit of a mess. Because there are, there are more misses than there are, sw- uh, like, hits, but... It, there's so much stuff that happened like behind the scenes and all that that just the whole thing is a bit messy and we kind of we kind of don't really know where we are anymore in yeah. terms of like continuity. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, so I've been watching different uh, different ones, and I didn't really watch them in like any specific order because mm-hmm. um, I was just like, "Ooh, that sounds interesting," and I just clicked it. Um. But, like, I watched uh, Superman Red Sun, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, the Superman communist origin story. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> and, the one where uh, he lands in, uh, in Soviet Russia. Instead, yeah, instead, instead of, of landing in Kansas, he lands in, uh, in the Ukraine. And it's just, it's, it is a trip and a half just watching it. Um, and so it it gets to the point where like he gives himself to the state as a, uh, uh, to better serve, uh, the USSR. Right. Um, and Stalin's like, yo, he's my new son. (laughs) And so, um, and uh, obviously, Superman has like a uh, the um, childhood crush and stuff like that. Uh, and then later on, he become uh, Superman becomes a symbol of the workers, a symbol of the Communist Party under Stalin, and um, just all this stuff. And obviously, you can't have Superman without Lex Luthor. There's a Russian Lex Luthor? No, there's an American Lex Luthor. What? Yeah, this is Cold War era, boy. Oh no, that's terrible. (laughs) It's greatness. So Lex Luthor is an American scientist uh, who is uh, married to Lois Lane Luthor. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) You see, you see the puzzle. See the pieces. Yeah, no, they're all coming together. <laughs> um, and the whole it's it's a very interesting dynamic between Lex Luthor and Superman, um, because everyone is like Superman's alive. Superman's like there. Right. And it basically it's because of Superman being there, it switches what the Cold War it becomes even more cold because the Cold War goes from nuclear weapons to metahumans. It's like mm. which which country can get more metahumans? Oh my god. For a potential war. 
Um, an interesting thing that happens, uh, I think, I don't, I don't know about in the, in the movie if this actually happens, but in the comics, because this has a comic book series. Right, right. Um, Lex Luthor makes one of his, uh, satellites start falling towards, um, Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Superman, being Superman, uh, puts aside his political differences with the USA and goes and saves the day and gets the, um, uh, and grabs the uh, satellite out of the air and right. throws it in the water. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and kind of, and then like afterward gives a, uh, a, a Soviet speech to the American people saying like, even though that you're repressed by your, uh, capitalistic, uh, uh, overlords, I will still protect you. Uh, very Superman Russian thing. Also throughout the movie, he has a Russian accent. It is amazing. Well, Yeah. <laughs> And um, as it as he goes through, uh, Lois Lane uh, wants to get an interview. So Lois Lane still a uh, uh, still works for the paper, still works for the planet. She's still a reporter. Yeah, still a reporter. Um, and Superman comes back later and talks to him. And then Lois Lane's like, "Hey, you know anything about the Gulags?" No, those aren't real. From Superman. <laughs> no, they're pretty real. Hands him a paper. Hands him a folder that's classified, by the way. Because, you mm-hmm. know, Lex Luthor's great at getting stuff. Mm-hmm. Shows him all the stuff that's, like, wrong. This isn't real. And just pushes it back. <laughs> he goes back and as and then he goes and looks and sees, like, if, the, like, if they're real. Goes and sees, oh, shit. Gulags are real. Super real. Oh no! Goes through. I, like um, I'm pretty sure that uh, young Batman is there um, in the gulag that he goes to. Only oh, reason why, Jesus. yeah. Only reason why is because you see a kid and he's all mad, doesn't have parents, and then behind him a whole bunch of bats. Uh, show their eyes in a, like a uh, like it's very foreboding in that very sense. Batman esque. Very Batman. When you see a little kid with no parents and they're just angrily brooding in a corner, yeah, that's Bruce. Yeah, that's Batman. Batman. Um, and then another person uh, that he sees, he sees Fetlana, who was lo and behold. Uh, Superman's uh, little childhood friend and uh, like little, little little girlfriend or whatever. Oh no! And he's like Svetlana, why are you here? <laughs> and she answers with just a simple "Because I knew you before." Oh no! Oh man! It, oh, it, it broke my heart. She oh. So he he frees everybody in the gulag. Um, Svetlana dies in his arms. And he goes and confronts Stalin. And you just see, like, it's Stalin. Stalin's a bad guy. Yeah. Spoilers alert. Stalin's a bad guy. Yeah, I think I've seen... I think I've seen the clip where... Where where Clark... uh, Is his name Clark? 
His name's yes. Clark. Well, oh, it's no, Clark? It, it's no, it's not Clark. It's it's some. Um, uh, they don't really say it. Like the in the younger part, they do, but it's it's a Russian name. Oh, okay. So his name just doesn't really matter, and when he grows up, because he's you know, he's, yeah, no, he he legitimately just go like he in later on he says that I used to have a name, but now I'm just Superman. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've seen the clip of where he confronts uh where he confronts Stalin, and Stalin's like, "Hey, we're we're doing good. We're doing good for like the country," and uh, Soups is like, "Nah." I don't really think so, Dad. It's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, America, fuck that place. We got him. And then that's yeah. when he, that's when he like, that's when he does the thing and kill him. Yeah, no. Then he just uses his laser beams and just vaporizes uh, Stalin. Um, the best part that happens after that is. Uh, a whole bunch of people just run in because you know Stalin's being attacked. See that ba- that Superman just killed Stalin, so then they just pronounce him the next leader of the USSR. <laughs> I was like, that's all that had to be done. As Superman just takes over the USSR. Oh my god, it is such a ride. Um. And just going through, like, it is very fun to watch. Um, just the the cast of uh, the Justice League and stuff like that in that mm-hmm. universe. Uh, like, for instance, like, Wonder Woman is an Im- ambassador uh, from Themyscira. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she's the only reason, like, she hated Stalin. She said he's a brute and all this, but... He's also super... a man. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, she, Wonder Woman's like, yeah, you you know what? I support you, Superman. Um, and then as, as you find out that, like, Batman's around, uh, he's a terrorist. He's a terrorist. He is a terrorist in the USSR trying to liberate the the USSR or the people of the USSR. All right. Um, yeah, because a thing that happens later on is Brainiac shows up. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Superman goes and fights Brainiac. And Brainiac uh, does Brainiac things um, and collects Stalingrad. Stalingrad, whatever, mm. however you say it. Um, and just makes it into a little, you know, city in a bottle. Um, then Superman beats the, beats into, uh, his ship and then rewrites, uh, Brainiac's, um, coding Mm. and makes Brainiac, uh, a robot for the state. He turned Brainiac into basically into a uh, into a Russian soldier. Now is that what goes on? No, it turns him into like a uh, uh, like a Russian computer oh to help God. administrate the USSR. That's how that's how they win the space race. Super. That's how they won the space race, right there. Oh man, it's so funny to watch because. Um, as you watch it, you see Superman just go into this, 
like he starts he follows his ideals and at first he's very like um very true to his uh you know ideals to and to who superman is you know protecting right. the innocent all that stuff right, right right and the one thing that he kept at the very beginning is i will not attack the us on their um their borders their uh coasts Mm-hmm. And the reason why is he wants to win the argument. He doesn't want to just beat people into submission. Right. Okay. Because he, uh, like, that's the whole reason of the of the Cold War to begin with. Right, right. yeah. Um, he does go to uh, the Korean, Korean War, Vietnam War, whichever one. Um, and what took years of war, he finished in, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> as Superman does as Superman does <laughs> and just all this stuff um, obviously Lex Luthor is trying his best uh, to combat Superman right um, he even like he uses some of uh, Superman's DNA to make a clone of Superman who get this? His name is Superior Man. Okay. And just what like it is so funny just to listen because it's just it's a Yankee uh, anti-communist guy, and just he just goes to uh, goes to Russia and just fights them, <laughs> and then just it, it, he loses horribly. Naturally. Horribly. I I will say, I think I think because I do like I do that. Well, I'll say this: I think there are neat little aspects of of uh, normal Superman. You know, the the Boy Scout. Uh, I think some writers who have him uh, don't quite know what to do with him and use him properly. But I will say, it's always interesting to see like the morally ambiguous or morally corrupt superman like the injustice superman or in this case the the ussr superman yeah um where they where they have their similar ideals of protecting people and all that good stuff but just a drastically different way of going about it yeah for sure where you have normal superman who's like you know reform and you know uh, uh, rehabilitation and all that. You have Injustice Superman who's like cut that shit off at the roots <laughs> and yank that weed up before it can do anything else. And then you have USSR Superman who's like for for the motherland. <laughs> oh, and it, it there's a lot of just like little cool things that happen um, like later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It is definitely. I I would recommend it. Uh, now, obviously, it's not in um, the like actual main timeline, but yeah, it's yeah. also it's a, it's, the DC multiverse. Yeah, it's a, so it's a, uh, it could it could one day become part of it if like this Superman wanted to go to uh, Prime. I believe Prime. I believe it's a uh, it's a what if story. Yeah. Or, well, it's from it's from the Elseworld, uh, Elseworlds um, timelines. Mm. Same thing with like uh, Gotham by Gaslight. 
Uh, and I think there's one other one. But yeah, the the show or the movie and the comics are radically different, uh, especially in their endings, because uh, in the comics, um, so uh, you are uh, Superman basically loses, um, and Lex Luthor is president of the United States. I thought you were going to say he's the president of Russia. No, no. He's the president of the United States. Uh, Superman basically um, realizes that he's doing bad. Um, because in the continuity of both of them, he, anybody that was against the, the state of Russia was turned into a Superman robot. Oh. Where yeah, where he was, they were lobotomized and then made into just normal workers. So there's a utopia in Russia. Everyone's okay with doing the menial tasks of the state. Um, nobody has free will. Cause what's that? Was was free will's not important for the motherland? For the motherland. And in the comics, uh, Lex Luthor basically discovers immortality or something like that. And just long longevity and lives for like thousands of years. Jesus. Um, and then later on, it's like, um, what's it called? In a, in a flashback to the future, um, there are two, uh, it's... Uh, two, what's it called? Descendants of um, Lex Luthor and Lois Lane, who are uh, putting their child Cal Kyle or Kalel into a ship uh, to shoot him off uh, back in time, mm. uh, as the sun explodes as a red sun, uh, which uh, proposes the idea that. Lex Luthor is the ancestor of Superman. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's a crazy ride, um, but it's a it is a fun one nonetheless. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the mo uh, the movie. That's good. Yeah. Um, other ones that I watched, uh, I watched the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. I've seen that one. You've seen that one? I believe so. Yeah, it is a badass movie, man. Wasn't I... that the one? Wasn't that the one with uh, with Constantine? Yes, Constantine so, is the main character in it. So I forget if he shows up. I think he does. But one of my favorite DC characters, one of my favorite comic book characters ever, is fucking Etrican. Yes, Etrican is there. Etrican is the best i love whatever he shows up (laughs) he's so good i know very little about him i think it's i think he has like that doctor uh uh dr jekyll and mr hyde thing going on um i think so because like he's got the he's got like the because i know the 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 etrican thing is kind of like a transformation type deal um i believe i think whatever but I love that character. <laughs> you know, Etrigan is is a fun character. Uh, he does show up in the show. 
Um, he's with Constantine. He's like in in it for most of the for the most part. Yeah. Um, and he's just he's just a sad drunk. <laughs> I I love Etrigan. He I think he brings the light to literally any scene, any movie that he's in. Even though most of the times that I've seen him, there is literally no reason for him to be there. <laughs> I remember he just shows up. He just yeah, shows up. exactly. I remember watching the old uh, Justice League Unlimited. One of the episodes, he shows up. There's no reason for him to be there, but he's there. And he just makes the scenes better. Yeah. Oh man. In in that show is is very So I, I'm I'm somebody who loves when good guys lose. Right. And like the bad guy actually gets away with stuff. Right. Uh, I think that is some of the coolest things to ever watch because I mean it's against the norm, you know. Makes things interesting. Yeah, super. So when in the first fifteen minutes of the sh- of the movie, everyone loses to Darkseid. Yes. Oh, uh, I was I I had a little bit of happiness because I look and I'm like, wait a minute, we still got an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> and and Darkseid is is a really good villain to throw out. Um, oh, Dark Darkseid is like one of the, like the one of the major villains of the DC universe. Almost like, yeah. oh yeah. I just Can love I... arms folded back, Omega Laser. Ooh, ooh. And then that, and then you win. <laughs> I think one of the the best um, things that I've seen, like, because uh, Superman's there, right? Yeah. Uh, and Superman loses to Darkseid. Yeah. But because Superman's Superman can't really be killed, mm-hmm. um, what do you know what what Darkseid does to Superman? I don't remember. It's been a while. So so Darkseid takes liquid kryptonite and mm-hmm. infuses it with Superman's blood. So then Superman always has kryptonite in him. So he's just a dude. At that point. Exactly. He is left as a symbol of what of Darkseid's power. He's just. I he's took just your greatest <laughs> warrior and made him into nothing. <laughs> it went from Kal El to just Clark. <laughs> go, write, <laughs> go write an article, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go write an article about me. Oh, it's a so scathing oh, review. Oh man, so good. Dark side zero out of five would not fight again. <laughs> would not fight again. Oh my god, I miss my powers. <laughs> um, and then Trigon shows up. Right. Oh man, watching Trigon and Darkseid fight was pretty pretty hype, not gonna lie. A battle between gods is always very fun. Oh. Because it's not even it's not a matter of of uh of power, it's a matter of ideals at that point. Yeah. Cuz like uh my favorite quote from that movie is Trigon talking to uh Darkseid and him saying Oh, how to, how to go? How to go? Um, one of us will uh, rule, and the other one will kneel. 
let's see who which one it will be. Something along that line. It sounded way cooler than like how I said it. Yeah. But it's, it's along those lines. Oh man, it's super fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, cause the cause when you have two gods, like the, you already know that they're probably like equal in terms of just power output. So yeah. it just turns into like it it, it 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 levels the playing field, and it just turns into the, the characters themselves and what they believe and what they do and how they handle situations. For sure. Um. So definitely stuff like that, and that's 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 also why in like a lot of instances with Superman, he's one of the first people to get tossed aside. Because <laughs> like Superman's the I win button. Yeah. So uh, I remember in if you go back and watch Justice League Unlimited or the old Justice League show, um, a lot of the fights start with Superman getting just thrown away. And letting the other guys fight. And then in the middle of the fight, Superman comes back, throws a few punches, gets knocked aside, and they're like, okay, we need a plan. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's kind of similar to, like, how, like, uh, One Punch Man is. Because uh, most of, like, fights that happen that are, like, you know, super hype and shit like that... They don't involve Saitama at all. Not at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, Saitama, Saitama is, the, is the end... Uh, is the end to justify the means? Uh, you yeah. know, you know he's gonna win. It, the, but the tension comes from when is he gonna show up? Yeah. Uh, oh, and um, I believe you mentioned you watched uh, Harley Quinn. You, yes, you got caught up on yes, Harley I Quinn. did. Uh, it was it was definitely. It was a trip. I enjoyed it so much. Um, So, obviously, the uh, just to give more like explanation to it, Harley Quinn is a is a TV show that's based around guess what, Harley Quinn. Harleen Quinzel. Yes, yes, yes. And um, the basic like uh, plot is. you know, Harley's done with Joker's shit. Lo and behold, Joker's a bad boyfriend and a bad person. And Who Harley realizes it? this. <laughs> sometimes, oh. hey, sometimes it just takes you being thrown at Batman a couple times to realize it. Yeah. And I just, like, I love, like, the, the, the plot is, feels really strong. Uh, like it, it never feels, you know, boring or anything like that. Like you know what's happening because mm-hmm. she's trying to get back at uh, Joker at the very beginning. Because I mean, it's Harley. She still loves Joker. Yeah. It, it is hard to like, you know, that's the person you went crazy for. That's true. Um, but Poison Ivy's right there. Um. And uh, she's best girl in the show, hands down. Um, yeah, Ivy. Ivy's pretty. It's pretty good. Oh, she's very. Man. She's very much the straight man the show needs. Yes. Yes. And I think the best part about the show is just the supporting cast. Um, because later on, like, uh, she's trying to get into the League of League of Villains, the mm-hmm. League of Doom. And 
she does she can't like pull off big heists and stuff like that because she doesn't have a crew. So she starts making a crew. Mm-hmm. And she grabs Clayface, who's an actor. I love Clayface. Amazing. Clayface oh, so and good. King Shark. <laughs> you know, grabs Clayface. Uh, he, uh, she gets King Shark, who's a tech-savvy whiz. Yeah. Uh, and is just super blunt about everything he talks about. Or just talks. Yeah, because he, 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 he doesn't really have much of a filter. Yeah, and it's so good. Um, Poison Ivy's there, even though she says she's not part of the crew. She is. Um, Cyborgman, who was their uh, their landlord, mm. um, and he's he's the old guy in a uh, chair who's also a cyborg. Yeah, uh, and he's funny. He's got some funny one liners. Uh, Doc- Doctor Psycho. Uh, now, Doctor Psycho is probably is is he original to this series? No, or- no, he's not. He's an actual he's an actual villain. Okay. Uh, he so in the comics he's a he's a uh, antagonist to Wonder Woman. Okay. And originally, he like had an an implication with someone he was in, he was revolved resolved in. Blah. He was with romantically. Okay. Gets thrown in jail, um, unlocks his latent psy- uh, psionic powers, and uh, uses them against women. Oh, that's okay. basically his thing. Uh, he hates women. Yeah, because so re- Wonder it- Woman, who is a woman, yeah, she's all about the women. <laughs> all about the women. Um. Uh, that's his. That's his arch enemy, and it's so funny because in the in the um, in the show, Doctor Psycho gets disgraced by uh, everybody, by the League of Doom, and by everyone because he gets hit by Wonder Woman and he says the c word. Oh yeah, on yeah, yeah. Live TV. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So then the League of Doom just gets on online on the uh, in an inter or uh, press conferences like yeah we cannot support uh, Doctor Psycho's actions and just outs him as a villain. That's great. That's great. <laughs> oh, he is he's a funny one just to watch. Uh, he's a complete asshole. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Whenever he's on the screen, honestly, Eli, I just think that he's just Santa. Yes. It is. (laughs) Tiny, tiny man uh, that is decently smart, uh, but with a terrible attitude. It's it's pretty, it's pretty Santa. Uh, uh, For, for, uh, uh, obviously you guys don't know, but uh, since this is the first episode, we'll probably be speaking about a lot of our, our mutual friends that we have um, in later episodes. But Sianta is one of our uh, really good friends who's... Uh, he's an asshole. Um, I love him. I love him so much that I just want unconditionally. to Unconditionally. I want... I love him so much, I just want to dunk his head into a uh, bathtub full of water and just keep him, keep him there until he stops kicking. 
That's yeah. I love. That's that's the love. I love to hate him. Love to hate him. Oh uh, yeah. And then you get down to Kite Man. Now I know. Now I know about Kite Man. I, I've seen. I've seen the clips of Kite Man. And I know yeah. that he had he probably has like the best zero the hero story in like it just in in oh, no, anything. He doesn't, he doesn't really have a hero moment in the show. Well, yeah, but so like because I know Kite Man has always been you know the butt of the joke, even in comics, even in the comics, he was never yes. really a character to be taken seriously. But Not I think I think this show is the first one to just kind of humanize him a little bit more and kind of just put more perspective on him because uh, he he used to be just some some weird asshole with a kite yes that used kite based weaponry yeah and, and like he just sub some guy with a kite <laughs> yeah. in green and now in the, <laughs> and now in harley quinn he's still some guy with a kite but he's also a guy you know what i he's mean also he's also dating poison ivy Yes, weirdly <laughs> enough. And Poison Ivy's super with him. Oh, man. It is, it is very fun. Um, I think the coolest thing about this show that, like, the, the plot's cool, the, the characters are cool, but I think what really makes it go from good to great, at least in my opinion, is that, like, every single character gets character progression. Mm. Like even the Joker. Yes. I oh my goodness. Cause, what, uh, <laughs> what I do like is that all of them are kind of caricatures of themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like the Joker or the Joker is he he's obviously he's exaggerated for the sake of comedy, but he's still very much the Joker. You know what I mean? Yes. Like one of my favorite jokes in the show that I saw a clip of was when uh, is when he and Scarecrow unmask Bruce, uh, the Batman, and he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, he's actually super mad. <laughs> yeah, he gets super upset that he doesn't have the electric car that Bruce Wade <laughs> promised that he'd have by now. So like, it, it's amazing how like they're obviously um, exaggerated and just you know for the sake of for comedic effect, but there's they still hold parts of their character of what makes them you know known characters. Yeah, context for that uh, that scene because that that scene did uh, come up and uh, it was great. Um, so Joker wins. He kills the the League of Doom. Um, and just takes over uh, all of Gotham um, through another way. All the the through, I think a fairy tale. Someone person, some other person. Uh, they uh, voiced by one the Sykes. Yes, the um, Justice League gets put into the uh, book of fairy tales. So there's nobody to like fight the Joker. Yeah, and he's super uh, bored. 
Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. He's super bored, and then Scarecrow's, "Hey, you want me? You want me to make you feel better?" Hey, <laughs> I, lo- I love Scarecrow. Oh, it's so good. He's so lame. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, because like uh, Joker's talking about Harley Quinn. Because obviously Joker has feelings for Harley Quinn, or at least like some semblance some of kind, th- some that kind that of... used to be mine. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Scarecrow's like, well, let's do this. And takes the mask off. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) You just ruined the one thing I had going for me. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great. And I I do, I will say that I love how Bruce um, is still kind of the only, like, semi-serious character. (laughs) Because Damien, Damien is also a ride. Yes, uh, I I love Damien, and I think this is probably one of my favorite interpretations of Damien Wayne, because in other con in other uh, contexts he's kind of just Batman Junior. Yeah, he's just uh, an edgy, just more Batman serious. Edgy. Yeah, and so like in this one, where like I love how he is serious, but no one takes him seriously. Oh yeah, he's just a little kid. I I will love I I love the the scene where. Uh, he shows up with with Clark. It's Superman's just like, oh, aren't you adorable? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There's one where like um, he shows up as uh, in the bat suit, uh, but it's too big for him, and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm Batman now." And it's like like it's over like it's super big so like it's all like hitting the f- ground there's like tr- it's trailing behind him yeah no. <laughs> the way the way they handle these characters is really really good um, and i will say that i also love how like they give some of these side characters like king shark and clayface uh, kind of these interesting characters in their own right, uh, uh, of course, but they're also kind of throwaway villains, and even Doctor Psycho, yes. uh, they're kind of just throwaway villains, and now they they have their their um their front and center because I I love I love the underdogs, I love the background characters and stuff like that, so I love it whenever they get their attention, and they get to do stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think this show does really well with that um, because, like, like I said, like every character gets character progression. Yeah. Like King Shark gets married. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> and like, and he's he's super trying to like not to. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, oh, it's it's so good. Uh, King Shark gets married. Uh, Poison Ivy goes through like her her ordeal with. Um, uh, Kite Man, and then her ordeal with you know Harley Quinn, because lo and behold, hey, they're they're attracted to each Kite other. Kite Man was so bad to turn uh, Ivy gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man, uh, the Joker gets character progression. I thought the coolest was you know uh, Commissioner Gordon. So, uh, Commissioner Gordon at the very beginning of the show is a sleep-deprived, uh, man who is losing his wife. hmm And he likes to just call Batman using the bat signal. 
And then uh, Batman will show up. And he's like, "Hey, can we just talk?" It's like, Gordon, we can. This isn't. We're working. Relate. We have a working relationship. He's like, "Yeah, but like." You're like the only person that talks to me now. <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> just watching him. Yeah. And he'll just flip the switch on and off, on and off, all the time. <laughs> uh, so then whenever, you know, it goes up creek and every and all the uh all the uh heroes disappear, uh Gordon basically goes crazy. Uh, because he's like, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> so he yeah. tries to, like, defend the city, uh, afterwards, uh, because I think it's season two, where all the, like, uh, the rest of the villains that are still around, they basically just cut up Gotham yeah. into territories. So then you got, you got Bane with his area, you have the Riddler and his area, uh, Mr. Freeze got his has his territory. Penguin has his, and just and Two Face, mm-hmm. and it just becomes like it's like it, it's just crazy on the streets. the the U the president of the United States says Gotham is no longer part of the U.S. <laughs> so that they don't have to deal with it. <laughs> Now I will say, uh, Bane is also a good one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really like agree with like how they've portrayed Bane, um, because Bane's super smart. Yes, yes, he's. I never smart. really got that feeling from it, but in the show, he's like he's still like he's still Bane, just uh, super strong, but he's just the joke of everything. That is true. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, I, I can agree, because Bane, because Bane is, is one of the smarter characters in, in the DC, uh, universe. Uh, they don't really, a lot of the time they don't really show it, but Bane is one of the characters who figures out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yes. uh, On his own. Um... So yeah, but I will say that the 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 way they portray Bane, I think was was pretty funny, especially with the voice. <laughs> yes, yes, the, and like just like I'll blow you up if if it was like against like he it was a minor inconvenience for him, like I'll blow you up. Yeah, <laughs> but in almost like every instance, like the the League of Doom was always just shitting on him. Uh, just like, and I will say that like the League of the League of Doom being kind of uh, just like the way um, I think Lex had the best line. Uh, What was it? When he was referring to Joker, uh, when Harley Quinn kind of like criticized his his plan for what to do with the city, uh, how he wanted to make the big tower. What was it? I think it was like you made the icing before you made the cake or something like that. Yeah. I, was, I, I love just how the professional board meeting, you know, the League of Doom is. How they how they went out and made a public statement to cancel Dr. Psychos. Oh, to so himself. Like, I love just the approach to how, like, yeah, we're we're evil, but we have, like, but, you know, we're professional we have evil. Yeah. We, like, we have a level that we don't cross, you know. It's so funny. 
where evil is a profession, not an ideology, right? <laughs> uh, so I just love how it's how it's just a blue collar, you know, just work. You know that that's just what we it's do. A white collar, more white, white collar, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, collar with a color. It's a collar with a color, yes, sir. <laughs> um. So yeah, Harley Harley Quinn's fun, and uh, it, it is it is a show I would I, like. I'm I'm down to watch again. It, there was a lot of fun with it. Yeah, and then the third season has been confirmed, right? It has been confirmed, but it will. It's an HBO exclusive. So uh-huh. where I watched all everything was off the the DC Universe um, site. Yeah, I guess they're not wanting to, you know, have the third season. So it's just going to be an HBO show now. Well, that works. Yeah. Man. Um, but yeah, I, I rewatched uh, Batman Ninja 2. Uh, and that, that show is even more of a trip today than it was when I first watched it. Yeah, so we, we, saw, we saw Batman Ninja. Um, I remember, and yeah, it was it was a trip because you were also um, under the influence yes, when you saw it the yes, first it time. Um, but I thought that that movie was, I, I, it wasn't to me the greatest thing ever, but it, I think it was just a fun little romp. Yeah, I, like it was definitely not like again a critically acclaimed movie. Yeah, but just it was just funny to watch. Oh yeah. Um, like I I loved uh I loved the Joker in it. Joker was so good. The Joker it can be potentially one of the easiest but hardest characters you ever write cuz you have to do it right. Yes. Um but then when you do it right and you realize what you want to do then it it's 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 so much fun just looking at him go and just him being a lunatic. Um so it, it's just great. Oh man! And right. Gorilla Grodd in that movie was was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The 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 fortress mecha fights was what got me the most. Yeah, it that that super came out of left field. But it was great though. It was I amazing. Loved it. it was it was the best. It was so stupid, but it was so fun. <laughs> But yeah, I I caught up on uh, those kind of shows, and yeah. you know it, I I've enjoyed watching them. Just it was it was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't really a point where I was like, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, the you are neglecting a show that we did watch that we started, um, uh, but we did watch some. It was four episodes. Uh, do you know what I'm referring to? Are you talking about Code Lyoko? Code Lyoko, my guy! <laughs> the greatest show to come out. Fuck Batman. Fuck Superman the Red Sun. Code Lyoko. This show's so bad. Code Lyoko, for those uninformed, 
for the poor souls that are uninformed. Let me wake your life up. Kolioko is a 2003 animated show by the French. The French gave us the the Kolioko uh, about some 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 high school kids. I think they're high school. I don't, I don't uh, think they are. No, that. They're like early high school. They're like yeah. freshmen. I don't know. It's it's a boarding school, but oh, it, it's yeah. about these these high school kids, uh, and they're and they're um, and they're fighting this computer program virus thing, and they have to go into the CG game world, uh, and they have gigantic foreheads. That's all you Immense. need to know immense foreheads like the foreheads they got it, it's it's laughable but code Yoko, the greatest show to ever come out of 2003 is on netflix uh, uh and i haven't ha- i haven't seen that show since it was airing uh the last time i saw that show was like in 2000 and probably like seven um and so it being on netflix i decided hey adam let's watch it it can't have aged as bad as I thought. And God. we watched it. And oh boy. There's no first episode. It aged just as bad as I thought. Like there's no explanation of the world. There's no like pilot. It, it actually just throws you in and ex- and then laughs at you that you don't understand what's going on. So so there's a reason for that. And I, and I, and I, and I uh, looked into it. I got curious. Because I... I saw, I saw the, um, I watched the first episode with my, with my girlfriend and one of our, uh, one of our friends, um, cause she had never seen it before. Okay. And so I, we watched the first episode all the way through and she was just as mesmerized by how much of a show it is. Um, <laughs> and I got curious cause I'm like, what is this show? Like what, what where did this come from? Because there has to be some kind of lore or like some background. You know, there, there has to be some behind the scenes be story. story. Yeah, there has to be some kind of behind the scenes like saga. This is one of those shows that seems like that there was just some behind the scenes like adventures going on. So yeah. I looked. So I looked into it. Apparently, apparently, um, this movie, this show came from a short film. Um. Where, where, where huh. was it? Let me look at the wiki again. Um, this movie came from a short film that was called... Um, excuse my French. But it was called Les Enfants, Les Enfants Font Le Cinema. Or The Children Make Their Movies. Um, and it, it, was a, okay. it was a little French short film. And that was eventually reworked into a pilot for a show called The Garage Kids. And then that was eventually worked into the series Code Lyoko. Um, so if you want so background... Code Lyoko is not even like... Like that's like the parts that we saw weren't even like... Like that's kind of like after like this Garage Kids show? Yes. Okay. So apparently all the background or at least some sort of background information that we need to get we have to watch the the french short films the children make their movies or the uh the garage kid pilot um 
Now they're both in now I they're most likely both in French. I don't think there's an English whatever sub dub whatever. Um, but I'm curious. And apparently a lot of the the people who worked on Code Lyoko went to go work on Oban Star Racers, which is a French Japanese anime that Disney had when they had their um their JetX channel. Hmm. Um, that was eventually reworked into Disney XD. Uh, or Toon Disney for some for some other people. But um Yeah, it is it is a it is an amazing show. Uh that has definitely, definitely aged extremely well, like the finest wine. If you oh, want, yes. if you want entertainment, go watch Code Lyoko on Netflix. Do it; it's so good. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Here we are, going far to save all that we love. If we give what we got, we'll make it through. <laughs> Oh my god! Man. This show is so good, and it will and it will play. There are two tracks. There are two tracks that this show has. There are only two. It is the main theme that it will play on that keyboard all the time, every time. Or it'll have that. It'll have that that the enemy theme uh, that will also play. Those are the only two tracks that the show has. Oh, and the third suspense theme. There's the it, it's the perfect show. It's got it's 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 got like vague anime themes. Uh, it's got uh, it's got vague nudity. Um, it's got CG. Uh, it's got action. It's even got time travel. Shut up! Yeah, Don't for ask. Whatever the fucking for, for whatever reason. It's like like a problem happens, and then like the 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 virus shows up, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta go back. We gotta like fix it." So how they fix it is going back in time, and then everything just is okay. We turn off the computer and turn it back on. Yeah, it's like oh my god, it's so good. It's so great. So Shut up. So uh, dumb. So the episode, so the first episode we saw, because I had I had never seen the show in order. I just saw it as it aired on Cartoon Network. Um, so you didn't even know what the fuck it meant either, huh? No, I didn't. So the first episode that we saw is the first, like, is the first episode lined up for the series. I didn't know that that was the first episode because it just throws you in. Yeah, it stuff just happens. So watching it as a kid i had already you know i knew what what the show was about by seeing other episodes so i just thought that it was just another one in you know in the fold i didn't realize that the show just starts yeah which is jarring um Um, it's definitely something that you're not really used to uh in most other tv shows i like it has happened before yeah, you can you can do it, but there does come to a point. Usually, like when that type of stuff happens, maybe in the second or third episode, they start to explain and unpack what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Full Metal Alchemist did something like that. Um, yes, yes, they did. Where they where they start off, you know, just the, uh, Ed and Al doing stuff, and then in the very next episode, we get their origin and how they and how they came to be. 
Full Metal Alchemist is really good. Yes. Got it whole it doesn't even hold a candle to Code Lyoko though. I uh, you know what? I think we can agree to disagree. Code um, Lyoko strong stronger after all. It's so good. We have to finish it. I hope you know. We started uh, it, so we have to finish it. We've started a lot of things, Eli. Yeah. What happened to Dorohidoro? What we, happened to... We do have to finish Dorohidoro. Yeah, we got so much that we gotta finish. Not that much. Well, we all... It's funny enough Funny enough that we mentioned Fullmetal Alchemist. You still gotta finish Fullmetal Alchemist. We gotta Alchemist. finish Fullmetal Alchemist? Because <laughs> uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're approaching the final... The, the climax. Because Dorohidoro has a new... Um, another season. Yeah. So we'll have to... We'll have to do that. Then we gotta finish uh, Symbiotic Titan. We do have to finish Symbiotic... The, the, the Cartoon Network has to finish Symbiotic Titan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Didn't uh, Trenton watch uh, Blood of Zeus? Yes. I, so, so, moving on to my, to my week, actually, I guess now. I actually watched the first episode of Blood of Zeus. Oh, it, it's a pretty it, it's a pretty good one uh it's the first there's not really much to say about the fir- uh, first episode because it's kind of just you know greek lore gods <laughs> you know um so there's right. not much else, there's not much to talk about uh, aside from the um the main character's name is uh is heron um and Ooh. i i heard it and i was like oh well because hmm. he he is the he is the the son the bastard son of Zeus one yes. of the one of the several yeah I mean, it's not it's not like an achievement or anything at all <laughs> um, so like if, if if it moves uh, Zeus will fuck it Zeus will put his dick in it making his wife oh so angry yeah um so Heron Heron is there's not there's not really a whole lot to him so far. Aside from him kind of being the the you know the the hero basically he's you know he stands up for the weak he loves his mom and that's yeah. kind of that's kind of really it as far as the first episode goes um but they're fighting demons because they're like they like uh it's they're people who eat uh pieces of uh of dead titans and there's like a cult of people who like eat titans to become strong <laughs> and there's literally a point where uh heron asks the old man an old man he's like so why don't the, if if the gods hate the titans and they fought the titans why don't they just come and help us kill the spawn of titans and he's like well the gods i mean we gave earth to man so they kind of have to do it. They they kind of have to fend themselves. It's like that's kind of fucked up. It's like yeah, but that's gods. Yeah, gods are assholes in like most depictions, especially Greek. Yeah, for sure. Because like they're the just Greek- they're just spiteful assholes who take their anger and emotions out on humans. Because they're fucking just bugs to them, and then punish them when they get rightfully upset. 
you're gonna come at me because I raped your wife and she's burying my my uh, child. Uh, turn into a tree, bitch. Cursed. <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> so it's. I think it's a. It's a fine. It's a fine show. The the. It is. It is by the same studio that did um, Castlevania. And, okay, because um, it did kind of look. Uh, it did have that kind of. Uh, yeah. It's uh, by the same style. studio. It's by the same studio, the Castlevania, and uh, and the show Seis Manos. Um, Castlevania being amazing. It it is impeccable. Like I think the third season is my favorite. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I I love Dracula. I think he's amazing in the show. Yes. Very well depicted. Um. But fucking Isaac is amazing isaac isaac is the protagonist at least of that third season he was the protagonist he's an anti-hero i don't think he's the protagonist he he's going he is going on his own hero's journey yeah i mean he's also murdering and killing that is true but he's going on his own version of like the hero's journey he has his call to action He's going on his adventure. He's learning a lot of different perspectives and just ideologies. And he's kind of processing it all. Like the scene with him and the and the Jamaican sailor. That's the one of the Jamaican best. captain. <laughs> that's all of, he like call me captain. <laughs> that's Ooh. one of that is one of the best scenes in that season. Yes. Where he's like, yeah, you hate man, but you don't have to just wipe everyone out. It's like just yeah. you could you could teach people. You know you could teach people to be better. And it's just he it's so good. And then when he talks to the fly to flies eyes, the uh, the the fly demon that was uh, that has the soul of a of a, an Athens philosopher. Yeah, uh, that was also just really good. It's just like there there's a lot of just those moments that are just oh so good. Yeah, and not to mention that the the animation and the choreography is is fucking amazing. Um, there now in anime and in animation in general, there are some really good scenes where there's hand to hand combat, um, and there are some really and there are some pretty good scenes where there's um, where there's some sword play and stuff like that. Samurai Shampoo is one of them where there's just really good sword play and just good you know. Uh, character action for that but never have i seen a show that does amazingly well with a whip with a whip the choreography in them in that show is impeccable like just watching like especially like the fight with with belmont and like uh in whenever they're like in the um oh what's it called like the the belmont uh, vault yeah and then like the demons get down there oh yeah just like fighting like on the bridge on that like bridge that's above and stuff like that that's that was so cool oh definitely and just and uh and the scene where they're fighting the 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 vampires and uh what was what's what's the girl's name i forgot her name uh, uh but something when tepish no, 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 no. Um, no? Am I thinking wrong? Yes. 
I'm thinking wrong. Tepe, uh, Tepish is the Dracula. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's the Dracula right, family right. name. Um, what was her name? What was her name? What was her name? Uh, she was part of the... Sypha. Sypha. Yeah. When when Sypha is using like the wall of ice against the one vampire and just slices him in half and like the way she's using it uh, and the way she calls the ice forward, it's just, it's really just good choreography that makes sense, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Because like it, it's it's hype to watch her because she's only really casting spells, but she still is like like getting into like she's still in combat she is the most hand-to-hand i've ever seen a like a a, a pure spellcaster get because <laughs> like she's on the front lines yeah i mean she kind of has to be sure but like she is like almost more on the front lines than like alucard and uh trevor at times <laughs> like she's in there yeah uh like geek the maid sure but she won't let you not at all uh, it, it's all. it's it's just it's really well put together um, but yeah isn't isn't uh, the the director supposed to do a show for um berserk no he wants to do he really badly okay. wants to do berserk um, he said that he is not opposed to it and that he would, that if he was given the opportunity, he would take it in a heartbeat. Mm. Um, now, what he is doing, I believe, uh, I don't remember because I remember there were rumors floating around that I don't, but I don't know if it was confirmed. But I believe he is doing a Devil May Cry series. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, which Devil May Cry is also it, it's perfect for for them. Um, yeah, because his strong suit is choreography and that kind and like fighting choreography so it's it's also it also has the same level like the series itself also has that same level of humor of dark humor um and just like the the type of action and all that good it 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 would be in the similar vein as castlevania um so i think that that'd be perfect for them i think that is a perfect series like perfect style of a series for them yeah because it would just it would just be that castlevania mindset just with different characters. Uh, yeah. Now, what I'd be like worried about is like it'd be a little too much, like Castlevania. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it might it might diminish. Don't get me wrong. Uh, now I would. Don't get me wrong. Devil May Cry um, has its own plot line to follow and stuff like that. That would uh, yeah. that would um, separate it from Castlevania. I don't know. I don't know if they'd be following the plot or doing their own storyline. I would kind of want to want to see them do their own storyline, because um, I think I think this this studio these guys work really well when they have a skeleton to work off of, and just yeah. doing their and doing their own thing. Because say because while I really like Seis Manos, I think it does suffer a bit of like pacing issues and just. It, the character development is a bit on the weaker side, at least in my opinion. Um, but with Castlevania, the characters for the most part are there. Um, they have a vague plot line that they can follow with the games. They just have to fill in the meat, uh, the the meat and potatoes. And I think that 
that right there, just not having to worry so much about the background and the lore, you know, they, they can really just focus on um, the characters. Because it, it, it puts less, like, strain on the um, on the ones who are making the, the uh, story and the writing and stuff like that. In the exactly. sense that, like, they don't have to hold... Like, they don't have to hold, uh, be against, like, scrutiny as much. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, with, like, a sequel or with a, um, like, a remaster or something like that, mm-hmm. is there's always that, like, expectation. Exactly. Especially, like, even, like, you look at, like, shows or shows and movies that were made from books, and you, there's no way to, like, when you're going from one medium to another, like, one stuff's going to have to be held out left Mm. out but you're gonna have fans who really like the books call the show or movie bad because it didn't have this one scene you know what i mean exactly exactly so like when whenever that you can like start from scratch and just make your own story nine times out of ten it's way better and I will say that the only downside to Netflix's Castlevania, to uh, Powerhouse's Cal- Castlevania, is that there's one character who has yet to be introduced that is supposed to complete this party of of Trevor, uh, Sypha, and Alucard. And who is that? That is Grant Dynasty. Grant Dynasty needs to show up. I don't know what. I don't know if he's going to be the chosen one. I don't know what they got planned, but he needs to show up. In 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 Castlevania Three, the game uh, the game that the show is very uh, loosely based off of this the game starts with uh, the show starts with at least. Um, Trevor uh, meets the first person that he meets is Grant Dynasty, who is a uh, who is a uh, thief, the rogue. His ability was that he can climb up walls and he has a knife that he stabs people with. And he, his, uh, I don't remember what his whole thing was like in terms of the plot. Uh, there really, there wasn't that much plot to follow aside from kill Dracula uh, in that game at the time. But yeah. he, he needs to show up. I want Grant Dynasty to show up. His name is Grant Dynasty. I'm not joking. He needs to be there. I want uh, him there. Who who was it that showed up in see in the that was um the more noble one? The what? noble character. Like he was he was in the he was in the town trying to get into the uh the church. The church. Oh, that was um that was Saint Germain, I believe. Saint Germain. Saint Germain was pretty good. He was a pretty cool character. Well, let me see. I think that was. I think that was. I think that was him. I think. I think you're right on that. Uh, mm-hmm. let me see. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was Saint Germain. It was Saint Germain. Ooh, ooh, he looks very classy. Uh, in, yeah. in the in the other games, but uh, but yeah. So what we we need we'll we'll have to sit down and watch uh, Blood of Zeus at some point. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff that we got to watch. Yes. But, uh, continue with my week. Um, I got a new phone. 
Oh? Yeah, yeah. I got a new phone because my other one died. So the pro so um the problem that my phone ran into was I so I accidentally dropped it. Um and I dropped it on its on the charger, right? Um and so I guess when that happened um it like jumbled something inside and so now the phone won't hold the charge right it'll it'll stay it like i'll plug it in right and it'll plug in like normal and it'll Mm -hmm. charge for like three seconds disconnect then reconnect okay uh and i don't move it right it's not one of the things where you have to hold it in no it'll 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 be in and it'll charge Disconnect, reconnect. Oh, disconnect, sweet. reconnect. That sucks. And so when it's doing that, it's burning more energy than it's taking. So because so it's constantly it flashing dies. on, yeah. So it's, so it dies. And so I had to spend the entire week like with my phone. So like it would be one of those situations where um, my phone was at, like one day my phone was at five percent for like eight hours. It wouldn't charge. Um, did you ever try, like, just turning off the, uh, the phone and then trying to, like, charge it? Yes. Same thing. Oh, okay. Same and thing. did the same thing? In fact, in fact, I think then it turned into a battery issue, because there was one point where, uh, where I, I had the phone at 22%, right? Uh, I turned it off so I could charge it. I plug it into the charger, and you know when it pop and when it's charging, it pops up with the percentages, Sure. Yes. Yeah, I, I t- it popped up and it said seven percent. And I was like, oh, okay. So you, so I guess the phone just stole from itself. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I hate when that type of stuff <laughs> happens. I don't know what happened. So whatever. But, we had that phone for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. for for a couple years. I uh, I have had it since. Yeah, it, uh, I had it while I was working at uh, PF Chang's. Yeah, so is is it's definitely time for an upgrade. What kind yes. of phone did you get? I got. Hold on, let me see. I got the box. Obviously, he got a uh, iPhone 10 or 11. So I mean, that's yeah. that's what you got to do. I got. I got the Galaxy S20 FE. Galaxy what? Galaxy S20 FE. Okay. And how are you how are you liking it? I love it. I'm still adjusting. <laughs> I, I bet. Um, I'm adjusting. You're not the, to you're the most tech savvy person. So not really. I, I I wouldn't expect anything else. I kind of just assume, and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, but yeah, I I'm still adjusting to it. It's it's fine. I love it. I need to buy a case and all that for it. But I I love oh, the for phone. sure. I love so the you phone. don't drop it on this charger. Yeah, <laughs> I I love the phone. I can't say anything though. Yeah, you drop you, you don't even you drop your phone way more than I do. <laughs> my phone my phone needs to be in a uh, like in a case at all times. You need a phone. You need a phone case that's made of like mithril, basically. <laughs> but um. Hey, this phone's held up. I'm pretty proud. Oh of it. yes, no, super. I'm surprised it's it's still, you know, still good. I mean, it's still it's like it's starting to get the wear and tear from Adam, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's 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 alive. 
But um, but I got my new phone, so everything's back in business. I can catch up on stuff because I I have my setup is I have a laptop, um, singular screen. So my dual my second monitor, so to speak, is my phone. That's Ooh. where I'm, that's where I watch stuff and like listen to music and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. And the and my laptop, my main screen is where you know the business happens where. I, I play games and students do stuff like that. So the business I, where I play games. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, but so that that is, so I'm I'm back to watching stuff. I have a quite a bit of stuff to catch up on in terms of uh, YouTube and stuff. There he is, Grant the Nasty. Ooh, I'm on Google and I was <laughs> looking up pictures. <laughs> Dude, I can't when. I know they're holding him. I know they, they have a plan. They have a plan as to what they want or to do Or they just Graham. don't care. Shut up. Like, because who is he again? Guy with a knife that climbs walls? Shut up. <laughs> Sounds like a tutorial guy. He was the first boss fight. <laughs> yeah. He was a boss fight? Yeah, he was a monster. And then Trevor beats him and he turns back into a, a human. And he's like, thanks, fam. It looks like we're going the same direction. I'll go with you. And yeah, and that's kind of oh, that's kind of the story. I think he was. That's go- it. I think he was going to Dracula's castle to loot the place. I think that's what it was, but that's just me assuming. I mean, that's what you do. Um, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't loot from Dracula while he's alive. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> is he really alive? Uh, I would most definitely try to do it when I found out he was dead but i would never yeah. i wouldn't go ten, i wouldn't go a hundred feet near that place if he was alive that's tr- fucking dracula i mean you just gotta be sneaky there's know? all there is only one person on that planet who was able to conquer dracula <laughs> and that was his wife yeah oh his wife was pretty pretty great she is the only person who can conquer dracula uh and conquer she did um but uh same then the church then yes then electricity is witchcraft change my mind you cured cancer no that's that's heresy god gave us cancer for a reason (laughs) only jesus can take it away (laughs) uh witchcraft uh, burn at stake. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, and I love in, in that, in that, uh, in that scene where she was like, pl- she wasn't pleading for her life. She was saying, spare me because he will come after you if you don't. <laughs> oh no, it's, oh man. It's like, you don't, it's like, I don't care what you do to me, but I care what he's going to do to you. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, it's, it's so good. So, uh She was uh, like, he's come so far. Don't make him go back now. And it's like, like I don't care if I'm burned at the stake, but the repercussions, I don't think you're able to handle it. It's like, oh, you've been talking to Satan? You, you talking about Satan? I ain't scared of Satan. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. And she's like, no, but this one's real, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's so that show's so good. 
Yeah, it, it is is definitely a very it's a very well made one. I feel. Yeah, and then the fourth season's coming. When when is the fourth season supposed to come come out? Uh, or do we not know? I don't. I don't think we know yet. I want to say next year, but I don't know. They're working on it. They are like they're working on it. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. Because in the fourth season, we're gonna have more of the uh, the vampire sisters. We're gonna have depression arc, dude. It, yeah. Third, the third season ended on a very low note <laughs> for both for all of our heroes. For all, all, all parties. Yeah. Uh, Alucard the- is like sad because he had to kill his like lover. He's sad because he killed his apprentices. And he's and he's slowly becoming his dad. Yeah. Um. Trevor and Sypha lost a little bit of faith in humanity, or at least Sypha did. Yeah. because uh, she found out that the church was fucked up and evil, and then the the mayor or whoever is also fucked up and super evil too, because he murders children as a hobby. Um. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah no, no super. That was actually super fuck. That was yeah, no super. Um, and so Trevor's like, now we do things my way, and it's like, oh no, now we're gonna be criminals. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then uh, Isaac is—he uh, just fought the uh, wizard, right? Uh no, no, no um, Hector. Hector uh, fucked one of the vampire sisters, the yeah. vampire trio, and now he's a slave. Yeah, he's a hey. slave to the puss. Hey, I'll be honest. I, Shut oh, up! I can't, I can't. Don't do it. Can't even deny it. I, I'd be. I'd be Hector. So I. Ooh. So because I remember. I remember because I remember when we watched it. We were both on board. We were super both on board because it was kind of a win situation for him. It sucked that he was a slave, but he's doing. But he'll be kept alive so long, yeah. uh, so long as he keeps making the army, um, and Isaac will have a hard time getting to him. Um, but the part that made me lose it was when uh, Carmilla was her name, I believe, when she was explaining what she had done and the, and her plan going forward. Hector kind of piped up and said something, and Carmilla looked at him and no shit said. Uh, it's like not now. The the real people are talking. <laughs> and I I lost my mind. Oh my god! That's when I was like, "You were fooled." Yeah, oh no, for sure. But hey, she is best girl. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it, it was nice to see her be like, yeah, I'm the tactician, but that doesn't mean I'm weak. Yeah. Uh, I can still overpower people. I can still fight. I just choose yeah, not she's to. She's still a fucking vampire. Yeah. It's just I just choose not to. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but continuing with my week, I was, play- I was playing uh, a bit of Divinity. Uh, oh recently. yeah i was the first one or the second one second one second one so my I see how it is my computer my computer can't really is it chugs when it's running uh the definitive edition mm-hmm. uh so i was playing classic classic version um and as far as i can tell there's not 
too many differences. There are some slight um, alterations here and there. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it's ultimately the same game. Um, and my That's computer cool. can run it way better. Has a much <laughs> easier time. And for a long time, I was about to give up because I was like, how the fuck do you leave Fort Joy? It honestly, like that's it for if you're just going in like blind. There's it's it's difficult. There are so many different ways, though. There are so many different ways to leave. There are so much. There's so much to do in Fort Joy. Yes. Like yes. oh my god. And like it, it is it is cool the first time. It loses loses a little bit because then you can find a different way. The second time, about the fifth time doing it, it's not cool anymore. It's more of just a drag. Yeah, I, I can get that. Uh, because like because there is so much to do. There's also like a lot of um, uh, what's it called? Yeah, I guess it's just grinding in a sense. Yeah, like and there, and there are some things that you can miss as well. Some cool things you can miss. Yes. Uh, if you just kind of speed through it. Um, that, that is true. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just, it's so, it was just a lot. And, like, for a while, I was so confused. I was like, I don't know how the fuck to get out of Fort Joy. Like, how do I leave? But then I ultimately figured it out, and then I was like, well, shit. Which way did you do it? Uh, so, I went the independent route. Um, okay and i said uh and i and i um i went to the arena right and Mm -hmm. i got i got the collar taken off i got thrown in the prison and i made my way out um and i got and i was like well i need a lock pick so i found lock picks got the team together um picked the lock and i and i left so now i'm in i'm in the swamp hey there's a lot of cool shit that happens in in that part. Oh, I'm sure, and some and like some of the stuff that the characters do is is, is fun as well. Yes, because I'm rolling with uh, Sebel, Loesch, and the Red Prince. Sebel is the best girl. Sebel is pretty good. Sebel, I do like, I, I, I do Sebel, like Sebel is amazing. I love her so much. I do like Sebel. Um, um in in my playthrough, no, I I enjoy like being powerful. I guess, um, and like figuring out like how systems work. Mm-hmm. And there's a perk in um, in Divinity that's called Lone Wolf. Yeah, yeah, where your stats go up. Uh, your what's... stats are like doubled in like almost everything. And <laughs> but, <laughs> but you, you can't, can only but you have, can't like, have a party. Yeah, you can only have like one other person. So now, does I'm, that does I'm, that include like a player character or does that yeah uh, yeah so you could have two uh, you can have like if we played together right it could um, only just be us it could only just be us but we both are lone wolf hmm um and because for a little bit like because uh, I had Sebel in my in my solo playthrough yeah and uh, my whole build was I'm just going to not be able to die just take damage and just that's it Mm. but i needed someone to like heal me so i picked sebel 
and she's my healer. And then later on, she she's now just the team. Like, she does the damage, and she heals me. And uh, there's a thing called Retribution, where um, you deal, uh, like, uh, a percentage of the damage that you take. Mm -hmm. And I have it maxed, so I deal 50% back. Well, the AI will see that you have Retribution, and will not attack you. So then they just go for Sebel. So the entire time, Sebel's just fighting her, the, the whole fight by herself. And then my character's just running at him saying, hit me, please. Because he can't do damage. Christ. <laughs> he can lock down one enemy with taunt. <laughs> and that's it. Christ almighty. <laughs> we'll need to get back to uh, to Divinity. Even yeah, though, even though I know you don't want to go to the beginning again. I mean, like we can slug through it. It's just I need like it's been a little while. I haven't done the beginning in a while because we also play, started playing it right I after I had a solo playthrough of it. I was playing with my dad and Tyler, right. and then uh, I played a playthrough with Tyler. Right, 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 right. So that was like legitimately the fourth one. I uh, or fourth time I was in Fort Joy. Um, in two weeks, three weeks. Right, right, right. Uh, but it it is it is definitely like it is a fun game, and it just gets better. Like afterwards, I mm. still I haven't finished it. Yeah, yeah, we can we can do it. We can do it because we also have that, and we also have a uh, Wasteland Three. Yes, through. and I've been enjoying Wasteland Three a lot. It's super fun, just by how like batshit crazy that game is. <laughs> and how much it how much it doesn't take itself seriously yeah the the patriarch is pretty cool would you betray are a... you going are we going to betray the patriarch what you, you can't betray the uh, the patriarch have you seen his hammer <laughs> we can't betray him the hands of the patriarch yeah that's why we can't betray him. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we can't kill his kids though don't kill his kids because i know you probably will yeah i mean if i see the shot i'm taking it. i know and that's what i that's what the scary thing you're gonna kill those kids and we're and you we're gonna make the patriarch so bad i don't know i, mean, I don't know what happens solves his problem he doesn't want them they're his kids uh, yeah I don't That's, know. It's, I'm I, sure it's okay. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I I have no clue. Neither do I. That's the best part. <laughs> but I really hope we don't we don't piss off the patriarch. Yeah, because I'm, I'm spooked of him. Because <laughs> that would put the entire state of uh, of what Colorado, I think, like against us. I'm not down yeah, with that. I'm and not down like, with that. Our whole, whole reason of being there is to uh, get him on our side. Yeah, for, exactly. Like, Arizona or whatever the fuck we're from. I think it was Arizona. As like, yeah. Oops. Sorry, Arizona. Guess I just killed us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, what else did I do this week? Uh, I worked a lot. 
Yeah, you've been working a lot recently. I've been working a lot. What, six days every every week? Six days every week. And it, for like the past three months. And it is super draining. Isn't COVID so much fun? Mm. Though, uh, though, through the grace of God, we have a, a very small truck Monday. And I managed to get Monday off. Oh? Yes. Oh? So I will be enjoying today, and then tomorrow is when I'm going to be doing some work. Uh, hopefully, we'll have we'll have this podcast edited and ready to put out by tomorrow. Because uh, tomorrow I want to I want to stretch it out for everyone to see. I'm going to <laughs> advertise the hell out of it. Uh, so. If you want, lovely, lovely listeners, if you want, you can go and follow uh, the Yelling in the Distance uh, podcast Twitter at, uh, what? what's the at? What is it? Uh, yelling yelling, yelling underscore in. Don't ask why it came, it came to be like that. But you, know you can change it if you need to. <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> I like this, actually. Um, Twitter.com slash uh yelling underscore in that is where we will put all news and uh and and updates for the yelling in the distance podcast that that that's shill that was that was the first shill that was the first one yeah you know we're also gonna need to make uh all the stuff for like yes distribution for this podcast yes we will yes so that'll be fun um (laughs) yes um so because lo and behold we're procrastinators it's been what three or four months that we've been wanting to do this yes but that's okay (laughs) that's okay because we have so much that we've we've watched and because we even have like uh we didn't even touch talk on community yes but community was such a good show community was great i i love community uh, and like, uh, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much, like that much. Yeah, I, I knew, like I, like I knew about, like, like I did, like I like the, like I like Rick and Morty. Yes, uh, and I like Dan Harmon. Yes, um, and so obviously, like there would be a part of that that I enjoy. Right, but I didn't think that I'd enjoy it that much. Yeah. I, cause I knew, uh, I knew that community was the other, was the thing that Dan Harmon had done before. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I like, I like Dan Harmon's, uh, style of, of writing cause it's very, um, what's it, what's the word? Uh, it's kind of, it does a lot of, um, subverting expectations, he like yeah. he likes to take a normal like cliche or like a normal plot thread and kind of flip it. Um, oh, for sure. And he like and he likes just kind of he likes just kind of poking fun at things, you know. Uh, he likes making fun. He, do, of, he, he likes making. He fun does of do. Yeah, he does do really well with uh, uh, like comedy. Yeah. Like with Rick and Morty, I know a lot of. Uh, ha- I know Justin Roiland is like the other half, but they do a really good. He does a really good job of just like just taking a normal concept and being like, "Wait a minute, that's stupid," you know, uh, and just run. And sometimes a whole episode will be on that one little concept. 
Yeah, uh, and, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, and that applies to both Rick and Morty and Community. There's just some episodes where, like, there's just, just one line, you know, this one throwaway line, and that's the episode. That's the entire episode. And it, yeah, and it ends up being working out really well. Hey, D and D in Community is really great. <laughs> yeah, no, like, just, yeah, yeah. Pierce's whole thing. Hey, they're not letting me play D and D with them, so I'm going to destroy D and D. They didn't let me play D and D, so I'm going to learn. All of D&D, read every book that was published, learn it, memorize it, just so I can spite them at their own game. <laughs> because fuck oh, those man. guys. And then fuck that kid, or that guy that was with them, that they're playing it for him, so, they so he doesn't like, kill himself. Kill himself. <laughs> they literally they say that he's going to kill himself if we don't do this right. <laughs> and I don't want my blood on, I don't want his blood on my hands so, uh, um, fucking Neil yeah uh, no, fat Neil fat Neil yeah <laughs> um, oh man that the cast was so good oh uh, yeah seeing Donald Glover as not Childish Gambino Be- is, before it, Childish Gambino really took off even. yeah it was like oh, Troy was great in the in the show. the The cast itself was was really well put together, and just uh, and everyone played off of each other really well. Yes, um, I think I just uh, I think it was all I think it, it just, I think the the chemistry um, aside from Chevy Chase behind the scenes was really was really well done. Um, yeah, I think uh, like I think that the main I think the reason why I enjoyed Community so much was just that that um, the cast being together because like just the banter between them it felt so like I guess organic. Yeah, I would be the best way to put it. Yeah, through through the quarantine and just watching a whole bunch of shows and just looking back on the shows that uh, I and we have all seen, I, I realized that I think one of one of my favorite, the reason why I like the movies that I do uh, and the shows that I do like is because of the the, the moments that the characters kind of have to just be themselves, right? Mm-hmm. That that I think is one strength that say. Last Airbender, Avatar: Last Airbender has over Korra. Korra eventually got into it in like the in like the third and fourth seasons, um, but Last Airbender excelled in just letting the characters be themselves. There was tons of moments of downtime, of just a little bit of downtime, where they kind of just were able to bicker and banter and just you know play off of each other. Um, Korra. Yeah, I- Cora eventually did it in like the third and fourth season, but you kind of have to slog through the first and second to get there. Yeah. And like, well, like, I think that Cora's like season one was fun in the sense of like its plot. Like, uh, Amon was such a great villain. Yes. Until until the very end. Yes. And then, and then he kind of just be, becomes dumb. Yes. Um, 
but it was just it was an interesting you know experience but like but like you said like that that chemistry between the characters wasn't really there because it's like and i think it was more of just a pacing issue yeah in that in that uh season because yeah. like it's like you meet Bolin and uh, Maku in one seat in one episode, and then the next episode, Korra's on the team. Korra is also trying to date Mako, and Bolin's trying to date Korra, and uh, Mako's dating Asami, and it's just I I think they focused way too much on the romance. Oh, that. the romance was so bad; it was funny. The romance was so so sloppily sloppily done. <laughs> Oh, well, Korra's giving mad side bitch energy. Super. Korra is a side bitch like nobody's business. <laughs> oh my god. Well, what was one of the best lines that was in it? Is like, I bet when you're with her, you're thinking of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, <laughs> like wow, Korra. Oh, only side bitches say that. Only side bitches. Uh... <laughs> And then in the third season, uh, both Korra and Asami kind of look at each other and they're like, you know what? Mako ain't shit. Mako ain't Mako shit. Ain't shit. Yeah. yeah. You want to spend the whole season together? Hell yeah. And that, there you yeah. go. <laughs> oh, man. Because there were, how many seasons of uh, Korra were there? There were four. There were four? Okay. One more. Yeah, because the fourth one was is a time skip. Yeah. One more than The Last Airbender. Uh, and speaking of, and I guess we can move into the news uh, now. There were there were rumblings of rumors that Paramount wants to do something to expand the Avatar universe. Really? Yes. We have no no one has any idea as to what that means potentially. Because that could be anything. That could be a book, comic, another series, live action series, a movie, whatever, whatever. Um, but there is a rumor that Paramount has some interest and they want to expand the, um, the universe. That, that would be super fun. Uh, like I love the, the Avatar universe. I think it's a really well-made, uh, one that feels like organic and feels just li- alive. Yes. Um, I like, I like, I like the last airbender, um, era but i also like cora's world as well oh, like just the the timeline where cora is in mm. i think that that's really fun too i want i want them to move further forward i want the i personally i want them to i get um, i don't know i want them to jump further like in almost like a modern like modern era yes cuz like they were in they were in we had we had the modern. we had the roaring twenties, and now I want them to go further uh, into p- possibly the the seventies eighties. Because uh, like Korra has to be dead. Yes, if or they, if they if they did like yeah, the, I mean they could just do a story that's not with the Avatar at all. That is true. They could. That be a little that be a little ballsy, but if you get the right people behind it, I think you can do it. Yeah. Um, Because, like, they could just do a story where, like, uh, Korra is, like, is old, but still alive. Yeah. 
And then something happens and Korra uh, dies in a fight. And then, like, they're trying to, like, find who the... They're, they're on a quest to find the new Avatar. Oh, that would be interesting. And so then, like, they're, like, they're masters or whatever of their thing and trying to, like, find the Avatar. So then they're going through all the um, different uh, places of the world. Yeah. It might be an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. That, that actually would, wouldn't be bad. Because um, then you also have, like, the enemy who's also trying to find the Avatar. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could be, like, a double... Because, th- like, whoever gets the Avatar gets the power. Yeah, because then, like, then you just... It's the same thing with, like, what uh, Unalak was trying to do in Season 2 of Korra. Yeah. Where trying to, like, you know, a little corrupting of uh, Korra. Yeah. Uh, and almost got away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. That's true. <laughs> But I think, like, there's, there's definitely a lot of, like, potential that they can do. Because I don't think that, like, I know that all, uh, spoiler alerts for everybody who's listening, but uh, in Legend of Korra, um, she loses her connection with all previous With the previous uh, avatars. avatars, yeah. The Avatar is not gone, but she can't contact and So technically she would be, like, the first Avatar in that next uh, block. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that would be something. That, yeah, because to me, I think for a lot of people, that was a major, like, downside. You know, a a big, like, couple points off for Korra. Uh, But they could turn that into a win, actually. Oh, super. Like, it's kind of like, just like that idea, like, uh, that that we're seeing in, like, the MCU. Like, obviously, everybody's, like, gonna be sad that, like, like like Iron Man, uh, if you don't, if you're not like caught up and like know what end happens in Endgame, oh, you're, you're like it's, it's too stop late. the stop the podcast and everything. Go watch everything. Oh, spoiler warning! But you know, if you haven't yeah. if you haven't seen Endgame, you don't like Marvel. That's kind of a simple thing. Yeah, you're like Patrick Star, uh, living under a rock. <laughs> no. But uh, with like the death of uh, Iron Man. Uh, like, it, it's, it's sad, you know? Yeah. Because, like, a lot of, like, for me, Iron Man was, like, a huge, I, like, I love, uh, the portrayal, or how, uh, Robert Downey Jr. does Iron Man. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, like, a lot of, like, the characters and stuff like that, like, a lot of the actors don't really want to be, keep on doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just, like, it's now instead of, like, instead of just a continuation or just, like, instead of them just like slowly just degrading it they're ending it but then starting something new yeah i think that's going to be really cool i i think it, i think for the sake of cora um cuz if cuz cora being the technical first avatar quote unquote um that would actually be very interesting for the next uh, avatar after her because cora mm-hmm. cora isn't the wisest she isn't the smartest um she isn't the most level-headed thinker but she's got gut yeah and so i i think seeing her uh, especially after a time skip in a uh, mentor position and seeing how much she had grown and learned over the years and kind of mellowed out i think that would be a very interesting dynamic for uh for someone for a, a new avatar after her 
And I don't think like she'll like Im- like completely mellow. Me- um, what's it called? Mellow out. Just because like you like, I think it'll be very much of like how Toph is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like she's still, it's still Toph. Uh, she's, she is a little bit more wiser. Yeah, yeah, Because, I mean, age and, uh, wisdom and age go hand to hand. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think it would be a very interesting, you know, dynamic. Yeah, I I think it'd be very cool to see Korra in a mentor position. Um, her, her trying to teach. She's not, she does not exude teacher energy at all. Not at all. Not at all. So she can barely be taught. Uh, so <laughs> I think it'd be very fun to see. Um, but moving on to the next thing, this is something that that you'd actually like. Uh, oh, possible Mass Effect news. What? Yes, yes, new Mass Effect officially in development with veteran team. From what? What company? Like, I know, is it? Is it? Because I thought Bioware was no longer a thing. Um, or is it just the people? So, a lot of people assumed that it would be... that Because apparently there were rumblings of some Mass Effect news. I'm just going through the article. Because uh, this article actually just came out like two minutes ago. But apparently there were rumblings of some Mass Effect news. And people assumed that it was going to be a trilogy remaster or trilogy collection. Okay. Um, Which wouldn't be really bad. I'd, I'd pay money for it. But a new Mass Effect is officially in uh, is officially in development. Okay. Hmm. Uh, details on the project are extremely scarce, but Bioware is working on the next chapter of the Mass Effect universe, and it will feature <laughs> a veteran team from the company. Awesome. It is unclear. Okay. It is unclear uh, as to who will be involved in the project, as the original creative director Casey Hudson now leads uh, now leads the entire studio. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda uh, creative director Mac Walters appears appears to still be with the company as uh, and served as a writer for the original games as well as the Jade Empire. Hmm. All right. So yeah, new Mass Effect game as well as the trilogy collection. Ooh. Um, so I do have like mixed feelings um on this. Okay. Because uh as you already know, Mass Effect is one of my favorite games. Yes. And is one of my favorite franchises. Yes. Uh Mass Effect 2 was to this day one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Uh it's so good. But EA is such an Asshole company. Terrible company. Terrible awful, company. awful company. Um, and like they still own Bioware, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, because like in drama, like Mass Effect Andromeda, I I I didn't play it. I haven't played it yet, and I need to, uh, just so that I can like, so like my my perception is a little bit like biased towards uh the fact that i didn't like the fact that um it was kind of just rushed yeah the game the game is not is not good yeah so from how i understand it's not it's not like if you go in thinking it's mass effect it's not and that's what i don't like 
about it because yeah. it kind of like killed uh, the franchise a little bit. Because mm-hmm. when did Andromeda come out? It came out. It came out in 2017. Yeah. And then nothing else was heard from, like, about Mass Effect. So I guess I mean it's only been like three years, but still. Well, so well, the reason being people were worried was because EA has this thing um, where when they absorb a company, the 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 company uh, the company makes a game uh, under EA's new watchful eye. That game is usually trash, or not nearly as good as the pre- as the previous. Um, usually because it's like rushed and doesn't isn't funded correctly. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Exactly, and so then EA, as response, just kind of dissolves that company and just you know just eats them whole. They've done that for several several companies. Uh, and when Andromeda came out and was met with very poor reviews, people were like, well, there goes Bioware. But then, Bioware announced that they were working on another game. Uh, Anthem. I believe that was Bioware. Yeah, that was Bioware. Yeah. Um, and so, people were like, okay, alright. This is their last shot. If this if this doesn't work, then Bioware is definitely done for. Uh, at first, people were like, okay, Anthem looks pretty good, looks pretty promising. Then, as the years went by, people were less enthused and more worried because it kind of looked not good, uh, especially when people got their hands on it and were able to play it. Then Anthem came out, and it was dog shit. Still, so still kind of is. Um, oh. So people were like, well, there goes... And then the article came out of, like... Uh, it was a Kotaku article, I believe, that came out of just the terrible terrible mismanagement ea had done with bioware and like their terrible mismanagement of funding how ea puts most of their funding to the sports games and fifa uh, because that's where the real money comes from the the horrible yeah. the horrible crunch um and all that uh and all that good stuff the the bioware magic and, uh and all that and so it was just it was terrible and so it was people who thought that this is where this is bioware's gravestone anthem is is the is the 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 what is it the straw on the camels the last straw on the camel's back and that's it but i guess they have the grace of god and they got one last chance third time thank you ea ea (laughs) ea has allowed them to make another anthem game uh not anthem Uh, uh, mass effect and this and this will probably be it. Oh man! So I I'm I'm hopeful because I don't want like I love Bioware and I don't want them to just disappear. Uh, so please, for the love of God, make a good Mass Effect game. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Oh EA, just stop being EA for a little bit. EA, just be a good company. <laughs> just be a good company. Um, oh, man. In other news, um, Marvel's uh, Spider-Man uh, for PS4 or PS5 at this point, uh, Miles Morales, uh, they put out a little, little trailer, and it's Miles doing sign language, doing ASL. 
Oh, really? To, yeah, to another deaf girl. It's uh, it's it's a really cute uh scene. That's cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Uh, and uh, I I will say, I'm really glad that Miles is not only getting a lot of attention as he should, but people like him. Yeah, I'm really glad because because be- before in the comics. Miles's character was literally he was just the black Spider-Man. Um, it wasn't until Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse that he actually got like character, that he actually got like a story. Yeah. Um, and he kind of got bits and pieces here and there beforehand, uh, but he, it, it was never to this level. Um, and now with the the uh, Sony's Insomniac Spider-Man, he is he they're they're just letting him just go letting him breathe you know and in the scene in the in the game i saw a scene of one of the trailers there was him because he's he's half puerto rican and there was there was a there was a scene where he was walking through like a puerto rican area of uh of uh of new york i don't i don't know new york but Mm -hmm. uh but he was walking through like a little festival that they were having celebrating like puerto rican culture and all that and it was really cool um, just seeing him speaking, uh, 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 Spanish and him just, you know, interacting and just being, it, being him and just being with the people. Um, that is cool. It is always like, like fun to like watch stuff like that. Yeah. And cause one thing that Spider-Man, most spider, like the, one of the most Spider-Man things that I think is really fun about Peter Miles and everyone else is that they're, they're just, you know, with the people with the people you know there are scene there are times several times where peter um is just kind of just walking around in the spider-man suit just saying high-fiving saying hey what's up you know yeah, like just being yeah. just being casual in the game you can do that and just high-five yeah, and like, what, what is it the the finger guns yeah, like, finger hey, hey, yeah if you don't <laughs> feel like web slinging you can ride the subway you know it's it's so cool and just seeing Miles, you know, uh, embracing his heritage, his blackness, and just being with people. Um, you know, just hanging out is really fun. That's pretty dope. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, today, uh, today they put out a, uh, there was a picture. Uh, apparently there is a, 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 um, if you unlock a suit, there is a Black Lives Matter uh, tribute in the game. I thought, oh. that was, thought that was really cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. When is uh? Because it's the new Spider-Man is supposed to be on. I know it's going to be on PS4, but it's also going to be on the PS5, correct? Yeah. the 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 Miles the Miles uh DLC because they're remastering it for the PS5, right? And then okay. then they're having the Miles uh, expansion DLC, which looks like it's basically just going to be a game, like another game. Yeah. Uh, not just a couple side missions, but it's going to be its own, like, game. It's not just side missions and then the, the Miles skin. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, and they also added, I don't know if you've seen, but they added the Into the Spider-Verse uh, costume. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has, oh, that's dope. It's in the art style. It's got the, the frame rate. And uh, I believe <laughs> I believe one little detail they have is that when you're web-slinging, uh, if you're in the air and you're free falling, Miles will kind of like do the uh, do the hands behind his head, legs cross thing that he did in the movie. 
That's dope. Yeah. So they. Oh, that's really cool. They did really well with this. Cause that's. Because I remember when Spider-Verse came out, uh, people were asking, like, are you going to put Miles' suit in the game? And the dev team was like, why would we give Peter Miles' suit? We'll give Miles his suit when he, when, it, when the time comes. And it was, it was, it was, it's really fun to see. It's awesome. I, I'm, I'm happy that they're, like, they're, they're keeping the character, like, or characters together, you know what I mean? Yes. Like they're they're making sure to like give them justice. Yes. I think that's that's really cool to see. Even um, even in even in the base game, like all the costumes and all that, they had so much attention to detail. Um, and ju- and they were given a lot of love, a lot of care, and it's really fun. Yeah, that is, you can definitely tell that like they they were given they were given enough time by their uh, their. Uh, corporate overlords the corporate masters yes but that they they also enjoy what they're doing yeah and that that's always uh something that's you know exciting to see yeah speaking Um, of uh corporate corporate masters this news is a little old but i still want to talk about it uh speaking of corporate masters uh kind of cd cd project red delayed cyberpunk 2077 to December. Yeah, I don't. That game's not coming out. <laughs> they keep like, pulling the carrot further and <laughs> further back. Uh, they're they're using COVID as their uh, uh their excuse. I think is what I remember reading. Yeah, um, well, not which is it's understandable. No, it's not. That's not quite the reason. So the reason okay. being is because uh, Cyberpunk is coming out on everything minus the Switch. Right? Right. PC, Xbone, PS4, PS5, Siri, uh, Xbox X, and Stadia. It's coming out on everything. Okay. So basically... Stadia is a thing. Yeah, everyone does. But it's still <laughs> it's still chugging for whatever reason. Um, but so they said that they just need time to make sure that the game is stable on every platform. Um, so they're okay. so they're going to be doing the the biggest crunch. <laughs> Those tw- these twenty one days are probably going to be the hardest ever for that for that company. Um, yeah. The Jesus. the only downside to this um, that hopefully does not happen because I will get Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I'm not a big first person uh games guy i don't really yeah. i don't really do a lot of first person um i know but they i i noticed that in phasmophobia but when i walked behind you and you went where did you go yeah i i'm terrible at first person um but they they have said on a couple occasions that the game is more rpg than first person shooter and all that good stuff uh, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm willing to give it a shot. Plus, it's supposed to have a god tier character customization, and that's that's also what I want. Yeah, you can customize your genitalia. I can customize my genitalia, <laughs> and that that you know that's that's what that's what we're here for. And uh, I love that. That's that's what I want in my video games. I love character customizable genitalia. So hopefully, hopefully it all works out. But the only downside to this is that the game has been in development for 
nearly a decade, right? I think we yeah. I think we first found out about it in like 20, 2013 was when they first like put out a trailer for it. So the 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 more the more time that passes, the less that game has of an excuse to be bad. It's kind of it's got the uh, the Kingdom Hearts uh, thing going on. Yes. Any any game, movie, whatever, whatever, any form of media, entertainment, whatever that you promise to release at a certain time, or that keeps getting delayed, or even if you don't promise it at a, uh, at a certain time, but a game that has been in development for you know five plus years that has so much hype and anticipation behind it, you have you lose the right to be bad. Right, same thing with Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, seven remake, all that good stuff, Kingdom Hearts, all of it. You know, you lose the ability to be bad. Um, yeah. Like, so Cyberpunk, I really hope that that game is good. Uh, I really do. Me too. Me too. Not just for the sake of me putting sixty dollars towards the game. But I'm, I'm because if that game is bad, that company is forever fucked. Oh yeah, you no, know, you can't live that down. Yeah. It's like you spent all this time doing nothing. And they, they, you know, they built themselves up with the Witcher games, which Witcher Three at least is a really good game that they kind of made a name for themselves for. Yeah. Um. So to have all that built up to Cyberpunk, which is seven, eight years of just dog shit. You know that like it'll, it'll ruin them. It'll be like yeah. it'll be like a no man's sky situation, but times a million. Yeah, because I know that like no man's sky has gotten some love recently. Yeah, no, no, um, they but it was, they completely it was still dead on arrival. Yeah, no, they completely like three sixty and turned themselves around, and no man's sky is apparently a really good game now, but yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Still, still has that bitter taste of the be- of being dead. Yeah, uh, it, it 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 it's news. It's news cycle. It's time in the spot in in the spotlight had already long passed by the time the game had gotten really good. So like, it's good now. It basically has everything that they originally promised and more. Yeah, uh, and now they're working on another game. They're working on something else now, which is good for them, but. I, they will never be able to get over that initial launch. Yeah, like I don't think I don't think No Man's Sky will ever be able to, because whenever it first was like announced, it sounded super fun and super interesting. Yeah. It was a almost like a revolutionary esque game in that sense. Oh yeah, nothing like it. Nothing like it. Nothing. Nothing. You're a little orb. And then it came out, and it only had like. It didn't even have uh, any of the things that they had promised it would have. Really Aside from, like, the, the, the procedurally generated planets. But that was really about it. Yeah. Um, and so, now now they have, like I said, now they have everything that they promised. And more. But it's, it's way too late. It's way too late. I have heard that the game is great now. It's really worth playing now. But I don't think it'll ever get that... that you know that chance of redemption that awe factor yeah yeah it, it's completely gone which is super unfortunate yeah 
But um, I didn't know this, but or like it may have came out earlier. But you remember Star Citizen? Yes. Yeah. So they have like a playable version of it now. That's a game. That is a game that will never come out. Yeah, it's it's basically early access. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, it's like <laughs> it's still like an alpha, right? Yeah, it's super still an alpha. And it's been in development for like 12, 13 years now. Yeah, longer than uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like that. That is a game that will never come out. And like, cause I saw my dad was playing it, and. Um, like, we were just talking about it, just stuff like that. And uh, he's like, yeah, you can buy all this. Uh, like, I bought my uh, my ship, put $100 into the game, and I look over to my stepmom, and she just looks at me like, yeah, he sure did. Yeah, like, that, uh, that, that game is not coming out. And when it, and it's all, it's, it's also in development at a level... Like no man, uh, Star Citizen is at the point where it w- it will not meet expectations. No, no, it won't. It was what two hundred million dollars have been fundraised into that game. Yeah, it it will not meet expectations. Like it won't even come close. It is impossible. They have set themselves up for an impossible uh, scenario. That like that company will probably go bankrupt. Yeah, I mean the moment that game gets pushed out because it a lot of money has gone into it, but it's like shoveling money into a fire, into a furnace. Because I mean, all the people who are gonna get the game have already put money into it. Yes. So whenever they release it, there's not gonna really be any revenue. Exactly. Because all the people who are gonna play it, like or at least try it already should will already receive a copy of it exactly and like i said they've they've amassed a ton of money like so so much money millions of millions of dollars but it's like shoveling money into a furnace it it powers the furnace but you're burning all the money (laughs) so apparently my dad put like he put like a hundred dollars to get a spaceship then he lost it there are people who get who put thousands of dollars yeah. into it. Yeah. You can get a ship for like a couple thousand dollars. Which is stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> oh man. So that game is at an impossible standard. It's never coming out. It's never coming out and if by some grace of god it does, it it'll, it it will not be as good as you think it is. It won't even come close. Yeah. It'll, it's, it's just, I, I found that funny whenever that, uh, whenever my dad, I saw my dad playing it. Yeah, no, cause I, I know, I know our buddies, uh, Trenton, Sienta, they were super into it. I was too. Like I was, I was, I was with them on that. Cause that was like one of the reasons why I wanted to build a, a computer for myself. Yeah. They wanted to like build PCs specifically to run star citizen and all that good stuff and like it's it's not <laughs> it still hasn't come out it's not coming it's not, it's coming. not. Um, oh man um there's some other news that's in the the gaming world um you know vampire the masquerade yeah yeah i know vampire the masquerade 
Yeah. So, or Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. So there's supposed to, there's there was supposed to be a uh, sequel to it that was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it was supposed to come out I think in October of this year. Yeah, yeah. Then it got delayed. Isn't that game a visual novel? No, no. It's oh a, no! Um, oh yeah, no. It was it was the first person game, right? It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, the, the first okay. person game. Because I, I, I know, because I know there person. are the, I know there's like the visual novel games. Yeah, the visual novels. I mean, you can't really like they're oh. there. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, why the fuck would you need to delay a visual novel game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but man, I'm so sad about it because like I saw it. I, like I've been following it for a while because I I love the. Like I love, I love White Wolf, uh, the White Wolf universe. Mm-hmm. I think the White Wolf universe is really cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's uh, Vampire the Masquerade. There's Werewolf and Mage and all that. Yeah. And this is tabletop uh, gaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, so likewise, I really enjoyed the Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines game. Mm-hmm. That's uh, on Steam, uh, and uh, it's it was a it's a fun RPG game. Mm-hmm. So when I found out that there was going to be a sequel, a modern version, because that game was like 2006, 2007, uh, the graphics aren't good at all. Yeah. Uh, so a sequel that's 2020, ooh, let's fucking go. I'm down to give you all my money. Delayed? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, twenty twenty sucks because it's the year of the delays. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. So much has been delayed. That is the unfortunate Co- thing. COVID has screwed over everyone, man. Mm-hmm. Except for like Twitch streamers. Twitch stream. Twitch. Oh, is you know, booming right twi- now. Twitch streams. Twi- <laughs> Twitch has gone up. Uh, streaming has gone up. Uh, streaming like Netflix and all that that has that has soared. The only the only company that didn't benefit from it in terms of streaming was Microsoft. And uh, what was their streaming service? I for- what was their Twitch thing? I forgot. Oh, Mixer. Yeah, that died. Oh, that's super. super. Died. Uh, Twitch went up. Mixer did not. <laughs> Mixer died a long time ago. Yeah, no. Uh, it's like Ninja. Oh, I'm gonna go to Mixer. All right, man. He got. He All literally. Right. He went back. He went back to Twitch. He got yeah. his millions of dollars. It went back. Yeah. Yeah. So that is so. I don't get me wrong. I feel bad. I still feel bad for for the smaller streamers um, because they gave no warning. Like everyone found out when the news hit. You know what I mean. So I feel bad because the big streamers like Ninja and like the probably the one two other like big mixer streamers, they're fine. They're completely fine. Oh yeah, for sure. But I do feel bad for the smaller um, mixer streamers that kind of quite literally lost their jobs, you know, and they yeah. have to rebuild themselves on a different platform. Um, that that sucks. That, I think that's terrible. I think the the practice in in entertainment and just in general of you know your employees being the last people to find out that they're losing their jobs is fucking atrocious. Um, yeah. Welcome to capitalism. When, when, um, 
fucking Telltale Games um, went bankrupt and they they were shutting down. All the employees found out as soon as we found out when the articles were being written. That's fucking atrocious. It's like, why am I reading my company in the uh, the news? Yo, why is... My company's not a company anymore. Why is Why am I finding out that I'm fired from Kotaku? <laughs> you know? And so, like, I think that practice is fucking terrible. Um, yeah. People's lives are actually getting uprooted, and they're the last people to find out. Because, especially, like, it's not easy to find a job, and, like... Not giving them like notice, I guess. Yeah, it's just it's 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 fucked because then you go under, they don't have a job, and now they're trying to find a job, and now it's even more stressful. Especially in like entertainment and the games industry, it's super hard to like to get jobs. Uh, yeah. It's a very competitive market, um, and that requires a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, like when when you find out that oh you're fired. And most of these companies, and in Telltale's case, didn't give them severance pay because they couldn't afford it. You know, it's it's so bad, and they super mishandled that. But that's that's what companies do. That is a norm, and that's atrocious. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, is quite is quite dumb. Um, and I just it's. Fucking awful. Like I remember the the voice actress for Clementine in the Walking Dead series. She she didn't find out because she had she was because the Walking Dead was still going at the time. The final season was still going. Yeah. Um. And she she was super upset because she she went on Twitter and talked about how she didn't she didn't find out that she lost her job like until until the articles hit. Until the very last day, it was like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Uh, get out. What? So, it, it's awful. And Telltale now has been rebought and revived, resuscitated. And so, all their games are back on track. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, because I, I made the comment, I think, uh, a little while ago, because I was just, you know, browsing. Yeah. Um steam and then i saw telltale was there because for a while like you couldn't buy their games because they had their money like the money wouldn't go anywhere yeah they they, they can't listed it yeah steam can't sell them because then steam the or valve is holding on to money that's not theirs exactly and then they can't they can't it's impossible to figure out who gets the money right because uh, yeah. the company's dissolved, so there's nowhere to put it, and you know you you would you would say, well, give it to the devs, and it's like, well, who the hell will keep track of that? Oh yeah, and that's just that's just extra fucking paperwork. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So they had so they had no choice but to delist the games for a while, and it's also just allowing like the like lawsuits to happen. Exactly. So, nah, I'm good, fam. We're just not going to have the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Telltale got bought, rebought. Um, well, not rebought, but got bought by some new people. And The Wolf Among Us is apparently back on back on track. Oh, man, The um, Wolf Among Us was so good. Yes. Oh, it was so good. I don't know how the, I don't know what the fuck the, the second season's going to be. But apparently it's back on track. It's It's going again. Uh, they got they got some of the some of the old people back. Um, you know they're, they're Telltale's. As long as the same voice actors for uh, um, 
Bigsby, I think was his name. Yeah. The wolf. But um, but yeah, capitalism sucks, and t- and <laughs> we've gone too far, way too far, and we need to dial it back. Heavily. Yeah, I I think it's at this point where like I don't know how we dial it back. I uh, I well. Not to get not to get a little too political in 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 the podcast, but I think I think there should be just more little, a little bit more regulation um, that sides more with the employees rather than the employer. Yeah, uh, because I think they hold just a little bit too much power over you know whether or not we eat that night. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's a, um, a very scary thing, you know. It's like one day to the to the next, you could just like be gone. Yeah, from no the job, and like it's and, and and it's a drastic scenario, but it's like it's like waking up, you know, you're you're working, you're having your day at, at Kroger, you know, you're working, and then you come home, and the first thing you see on Reddit is uh, Kroger shutting down. Yeah, Kroger goes like, bankrupt. What? And it's like all the employees, all the grunt workers are, are are gone. They're fired. And it's like, but I just had a normal day. What? Yeah. And then you become the Joker. Yeah, and so it, it's, it's it's this shit's awful, and it needs to not happen yeah. anymore. Um, it's so fucking terrible. So scummy too. Um, because oh, yeah. man, because management. Because there's some level of management uh, that you can talk to. I'm pretty sure that they know or they have some, like, semblance of an idea. Because um, I know sometimes, you know, management is left completely in the dark, too. Um, yes, uh, there was a lot of things. Because uh, I was a manager yeah. for a little bit. Um, and uh, there were moments when it's like when people are like, hey, do you know what the fuck's going on? And I look at him as like I'm just as fucked as you are. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, so I know that there are a lot, a lot of situations. More often than not, really, that management also just doesn't know. Um, but ah, I think it's fucked. Super fucked. Yeah, it, it is. But, but hey, um, I think think that is all for the immediate. Immediate news. Yeah, we've. I don't really, I don't really have anything else. And we've gone for two and a half hours. Uh, do you want to do a little, like a little section where we'd uh, look at uh, what's it called? Struggle tweets. Or like a what? Struggle. You know how you enjoy looking at struggle tr- uh, tweets. Struggle tweets. <laughs> you just want to read struggle tweets. Yeah, let's just read struggle tweets. Oh, uh, okay. All right, we can do a couple, and then we'll we'll end, we'll end, yeah we'll we'll take it off of the 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 um that my my burning hatred for capitalism, and put it onto some struggle tweets. We'll do that. Hold on. We'll, we'll read a couple. We won't do too many. Oh, the top struggle tweet. <laughs> It's Donald Trump. I won this election by a lot. <laughs> and then the next picture is the Associated Press saying Joe Biden defeats President Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I love struggle tweets. 
They're so good. That's also uh, that's uh, the 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 uh, Donald Trump's tweet of "I won this election by a lot" is also um, uh, one of the um, poorly aged tweets uh, account. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um. Yeah, no, it's just it's funny watching all this shit happen with uh, Donald Trump. Because, uh, like, they've, they've even, like, brought up... Because, you know, Donald Trump's not really, like, taking it well. Not at all. Uh, and then, like, they brought up, like, a tweet that he said where in 2016 where it's, like, Vlad- Vladimir Putin said that uh, Hillary Clinton and the, uh, Demo- uh, the Dems are uh, not taking the, uh, um, uh, the loss with dignity. Such a shame. In twenty just, in twenty twelve, he talked about how the electoral college needed to be abolished. <laughs> there, there, there is a bit of a meme, an inside joke meme, that for most everything that Donald Trump has said now in the past four years as president, there is a tweet that he has said in the past years that completely contradicts his points that he has made himself. Yeah, yeah. But that's only because he wasn't in the limelight at the time. It's it's crazy. Oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, those struggle tweets for the past couple of days has just been Donald Trump's tweets during this election. Oh, I bet. I bet. Let's see. Um, what? <laughs> uh, all the $15 an hour is going to get you is your hours are going to be cut. $15 an hour times 20 hours is 300 875 an hour times 40 hours is 350 Better off making less but working more hours off with. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I don't think you really understand that, but okay. It's off the assumption that if our if our pay goes up to fifteen an hour, we automatically start getting pay cuts, which is not quite how that works. It's not because I mean, work still needs to be done. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There will be some structural changes, and, you know, our capitalistic slave owners are going to try to undermine the fuck out of it to where we'd still basically be in the same spot. Um, but they're not going to just cut hours across the board because then productivity goes down. Yeah. And then if productivity goes down, money goes down. But oh. I also don't quite know because, you know, uh, our capitalism, um, our our capitalism, our capitalism is so deep uh, that we would rather make money sh- in the short term <laughs> than than have it in the long term. Yeah, well, what's what's investing? Investing's not important because you know the studies have been done over many, 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 many years that um, productivity 
goes up exponentially when morale goes up uh goes up with it yes but no company has made the effort to improve morale like that no major company at least some do some care um and even if they in and even if they do, it's sometimes by a store-by-store store basis because the manager is a human being. You know. Um, or your immediate supervisor is a human being. So. It's, yeah. It's, it's really bad. Um. So I found another struggle tweet okay. that made me laugh a lot. Okay, this, um, this will be the one we ended on. Yeah. So it's a it's from a uh, account that has uh, Incineroar as their uh, their you know Pro- profile picture. Okay. It said I went to a riot today, and then there's four pictures, and three of them are uh, you know of of a protest. I think this is I think it's in uh, Russian, uh-huh. maybe or uh, Spanish. I don't know. It's in another language. It's not in English, and that's what I speak. Okay. And then there's just a picture of Sonic, of a buff Sonic. <laughs> um, here, I'm going to send this to you. Oh, my God. And the the caption is, hey, girl, nice ass. I bet your shits are loud as fuck. <laughs> I like that. And then immediately under, it just goes, wrong photo. <laughs> From the same account. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. This, this picture, if we can do it, this picture will be the thumbnail for the podcast. All right. Let's, let's do it. I don't, I don't know if terms and services will allow it. It might be a little too uh, suggestive, but if we can do it, I want to do it. We're gonna start. We're gonna start this. We're gonna start this with a bang. Yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, like we said before, follow us on uh, Yelling in the Distance podcast at Yelling underscore in, um, so that you can keep up to date with our uh, uploads. Uh, we're still trying. This is obviously our first uh, episode. Um, so we're, we apologize if it's like a little sporadic, um, in that sense. It'll be a little rough around the edges, but in my eyes, we hit record, so we win. Yeah, there we go. Hey, we started it, so all we can do is go up. Exactly. Um, So, definitely look into that, and then we will get all that other information, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, once we truly finalize how we're going to do things, yeah. um, obviously you'll have your thing that you're listening to now. So, uh, we so keep listening to, in... to it on that. Yeah, do that. And, uh, we are going to end it here. Thank you for listening. All righty. Yep. Yep. <laughs>